How am I gonna set? I gotta try figure out an angle for this GoPro. There we go. And welcome back to the new season of Game of Thrones. I wish. God, I cannot wait for the new season of Game of Thrones. Like it literally, I think it's gonna come out in April of next year. But hopefully, I mean, we're all alive then. Who knows? We could have like a nuclear holocaust. It's really hard to tell what's gonna happen when Trump is over. Exactly. Like, I just I just need to be able to survive until the end of Game of Thrones. After that, I can die. Like, yeah. I don't care anymore. Like, I just need the, I just need the conclusion of that story. I need to catch up on Westworld is what I need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know. The last episode kind of, like, didn't do it for me a no. bit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm on season two, episode five. So. Okay, you're you're I'm half you're, behind. Half, you're halfway through it, basically. Basically, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I I I like season two a lot. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was topping season one in the first couple episodes there. Yeah, I've I've loved it so far, <clears throat> and um, I really like where Dolores' character has gone, and Teddy too. Like Teddy has like this great moral conflict as well, and um. They expanded on the man in black a lot more, in this, especially in the later episodes, as you'll see, they okay. expand on him a bit more, which is kind of like, some people liked, or a lot of people didn't like that they expanded on his character a lot, but um, I was glad that they brought back um, the guy that plays William, the younger man in black, because I love yeah. him, I love him, I really loved his storyline in season one, and I, I was glad that they brought him back for a little bit in season two. Yeah. I'd, I'd like somebody to, once Westworld is all said and done, I'd like somebody to recut it in chronological order. Ooh, yeah. That would be pretty would cool. Would you see someone did that with Memento? Really? Yeah, there's actually a cut of it on, like, I think the Blu-ray. I think if you, like, uh, go to, like, a secret spot in the menu, you can actually watch the movie in, huh. like, chronological order. That'd be really interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I really love Memento, and the way it's told, I wouldn't really want to see it any other way but it would yeah. be interesting just to watch and just see how different it actually makes the movie yeah definitely but um okay so we just saw a new Sorry movie alright I was gonna lean into you that, that you, you just you just dived yeah, you, right you into it you can cut this out and, yeah. but <laughs> so we saw instead of doing a retro review we actually uh, saw a movie in the theater yeah cause I movie. Paid for Movie Pass and I haven't used it in four months, so I thought, you know, why not get why your not ten bucks this for tonight, it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the movie that we saw, you recommended it. I was gonna recommend something else. What were you gonna pick? I wanted to go see um, uh, the movie about the triplets uh, that were yeah. separated at birth. I thought about seeing that, but it wasn't playing at, playing at Southside Works, and yeah. I hate AMC. So there you go. Uh, you know, I'm not ruling it out. Not ruling out going to AMC. Oh, come on, Southside, get yeah. get, get, get your shit together. But this morning, when I was thinking about what movie to go see, my friend Jacob uh, had tweeted out that it was the best movie of the year. Shout out to Jacob. Yeah, Jacob, I think you're wrong, but um, yeah, you definitely have influence over me. Clearly, he's an influencer. Yeah, in your life. <laughs> yeah, not in anybody else's life. <laughs> hey, you got that one person. That's all that matters. Hey, yeah, you um, made it. You made it, man. 
But, uh, okay, so we saw Sorry to Bother You, which is... Yeah. What, what's this movie about, Alden? Uh, I would say that it's basically um, a young man's coming of age. <laughs> I mean, not... <laughs> I mean, kind of. Kind of, but not, not like in the that's traditional fair. sense. It's not a traditional Bildungsroman. Did you know that's what... It's uh, a fancy word for coming of age story. What is it? A Bildungsroman. A Bild... A what? Bildungsroman. Bildungsroman? Bildungsroman. Bildungsroman. Yeah, I can't, I can't actually... Bildungsroman? It sounds building, like a... Bildungsroman. It sounds like a porn name. Bill Dung Roman on your face. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's about a guy who he needs a new job, so he gets a job at a telemarket agency, and um, basically Danny Glover's like, hey, the way to make the big bucks is to use your white voice. So he uses his white voice to become the best telemarketer, and then... But it's much more weirder than that. That's right. the thing. Because, it, it, right. like, there's, like, a different voice. There's a different actor's voice for the white voice. Yeah. And it's just, it's, the movie's just so bizarre. It makes just these little, it's not like it goes, it doesn't go full tilt boogie until the third act there, but there's just like, throughout the movie, there's just these little weird quirky things that just happen. And it's just like the, the world that it's set in, it's just like kind of the normalcy, you know, which I like the scenes when he first starts the telemarketing job. And uh, yeah. he's doing the calls, and then it, and the, they drop in. Yeah, yeah, he just like drops into like the the person's house or yeah. their wherever they're at, and he's like trying to talk to them as like this one couple's having sex. So he tries to talk to this one woman whose uh, husband is like suffering from cancer, and he tries to talk to like this one guy that just hangs up on him immediately. I really right. like that a lot. Yeah, I did too. Um, but then there was just some stuff that like I just didn't like, but just kind of annoyed me, like. like what? The like the uh, when they ble- when they bleep out the one guy's name, and yeah, I was just like, bleep. yeah, and, and I was just was, like, why? I think I was that like, was supposed to be a gag that nobody picked up on. Yeah, I was just like, okay, <laughs> it's like yeah, no, I don't know. It did. It did. It, did. It, was, it was definitely supposed to be a joke, but it did not land with anybody yeah. in the theater. Yeah, not at all. No, it didn't land with me. I, I just I didn't get it. Yeah, I was trying to. I, I think I was trying to to figure out what the joke was. I was just like, right. who's this guy? Like, it, right. I don't yeah. know. It, well, they, they, like, it was, like, a weird two-part joke that just, like, it didn't land either place because when they first did it, it was when they were at the, the, I forget what the top level was, but when they are the... The power, power... Power caller. Caller, yeah. yeah. When they're in the power caller office and, like, they're using their white voices and, and all that and it's, they sort of make it seem like you're not allowed to curse mm-hmm. in the office, and that this dude's last name is a curse word, so they're oh. bleeping it out. Because then he's like, "Fudge all of that." Yeah. You know? So I was like, "Okay, so they're just saying that you can't curse in this office when you're in your white man voice, whatever." But um, I, I like I think that's what they were trying to do, but it didn't land for me. Yeah. No. And then when they were at um, Army Hammer's party, they. Um, he was like, shut the fuck up, Mr. Bleep. Yeah, and I so was he like, cursed, but then why is his name bleeped out? Right, yeah. and, and so it was like, it, it just, it went against, the joke went against itself. Yeah, and it, it went just, against the, like, the, the setup of right. what this world was. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just, like, some stuff landed with me, some stuff didn't. Um, 
And, like, there's this whole, like, subplot of, like, unionizing. This movie yeah. could also be called Fuck Capitalism, Unionize yeah. Your Workers. Um, <laughs> because there's this whole subplot with Stephen Young's character who is trying to unionize the uh, regal telemarketing uh, employees. Right. And, like, that storyline, I was just kind of like, okay, so, like, what... Who is this guy? Okay, just like he unionizes, and then like the whole subplot with him and um, uh, the girlfriend, yeah, and how they just they're they like they're flirting when they meet in the one when he goes to visit her at work when she's twirling her sign, yeah. and there's a little bit of flirtation there, and then the second time that they meet um, is at her like performing arts uh, gallery thing, and. Uh, she breaks up with Cassius, and then she meet, and then that night she makes out with, and supposedly does everything but sex with yeah. um, Stephen Young's character, and then, and then like nothing happens between them, and then she gets back together with Cassius, Ca Cassius, and then he's j and then like he's like she's like oh I've been fooling around with someone else, and he's like who or like. Who, like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, do you want to know? He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't care. And then that's just, it, that's it. Yeah. And I was like, what, okay, so what the fuck was the point of this subplot? Right. Why, yeah, why did these two hook up? List. Like, why is he here? Like, okay, he unionized the workers, but, like, he still really didn't do anything, you know? Like, I, I don't, like, why, why couldn't that character be, like, his friend? You yeah. know, his one friend, his younger friend. Like, why couldn't right. those two characters just be melded into the same person? Yeah. Nah. Like it, I just felt like it was a, com like just a waste, and it was. the storyline didn't go anywhere with that, and I, I it bored it bored me. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was just absolutely pointless to have Stephen Young's character, and and uh, I don't know, it, like they tried to give him a backstory of like he goes from town to town, starting unions yeah. and all this and that, and like it didn't go anywhere. No, That's the thing. Right. It just it, there there wasn't like. There was, like, a beginning, like, okay, he's going to unionize the workers, but then what are they... Okay, so they're unionized. So then... Yeah. But, the, like, nothing happens with it. That's that's the thing. It's right. just, like, it doesn't... It didn't go anywhere. And then... And then this... Okay, so this movie... And then... This movie's kind of relatively normal, with just a little bit of quirks in it. Yeah. You know? So it, And then... And then the third act happens. And you're like... What what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like okay, yeah. well, okay, what is this? And then it kind of it takes these themes that it's been building on like capitalism and unionization and how like what you were saying after the movie like what what how much money is your time worth, you know? Yeah. And, and it takes like what these, are your morals worth yeah. and that kind of thing. And like how we like give ourselves over to these jobs and it, at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything because, like, we're all going to die, you know? Right. He has that whole speech in the beginning, which I found pretty fascinating and pretty great. Yeah. How those, like, you have that conversation with yourself, you oh, know, yeah. like, all the time. Just pure existentialism. Yeah, exactly. So I really like that scene a lot, too. And then, um... So then, Army Hammer's character, who is, like, the CEO of this, um... corporation that, uh, is basically, like, a modernized sweatshop. Yeah. And, like deals in, like, human, like, slave trafficking, basically. Right. He is, uh, promoting Cassius, uh, because he likes him, and he, he's made him a lot of money, and he 
brings him in onto his new like idea and his new business venture, which is uh, cross breeding humans and horses into mutation creatures, yeah. basically. Equine so, sapiens. Equine sapiens. So that they'll be better workers. Yeah. And he wants Cassius to basically become one of these uh, creatures and to lead the uh, the pack so that they will never, like, unionize and right. and overthrow the uh, corporation. Yeah, it's, it's super bizarre. Yeah, and then you see, you actually see the creatures, too, because he, Cassius goes to, like, take a piss and he takes he goes through the wrong door. Yeah. And there's one of these... Uh, creatures like tied up in the ba- in like this bathroom, and like I, w- I was during that whole party scene before that happens. I was kind of like, this is funny. This is like a uh, satirization on like corporate culture and like yeah. you know people like not being able to like connect with one another. You know, on like a human level, it's all yeah. just like fake and shit. And I found Army Hammer very, like, funny in those scenes. Like, he, he was, was just, hilarious. He was really just chewing the scenery with it. And, like, I think he, like, got it, you know? He's just like, yeah. okay, I'm just gonna go, like, overboard with, like, this character, basically. Yeah, because, I mean, everything, the whole plot, the whole plot with the Equin Sapiens, it was, it's just asinine. And our Army Hammer's like, no, 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 it, it all yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it's just, yeah, that was great when he's just trying yeah. to justify yeah, it. He's, he's, just, he's like, like I'm not just, crazy. <laughs> If you had just watched the film before you did that, yeah. it would have all made sense, and you would think I'm a totally normal person. Yeah. That was and, great. And I, and I loved how he was like, you got to watch the film. There's a lot of production value in it. Yeah, he just and kept saying that. He's like, there's a lot of production yeah. value in it. It's, yeah. it's all, it's like, claymation. And there's, like, this uh, weird, like, like, the claymation, like, the narrator's a woman, and she's, like, a cave woman. And yeah, she's, just, like, in the She's, like, breasts, like, hanging out there, like, hairy and super shit. Hairy, it super was gross. so weird. It was just... The movie just does that, and it's just, like, it's so bizarre. Yeah. But I couldn't, I couldn't, like, give myself over to the film, I think, at point. I don't think it earned my, like, being able to, like, let go. You know how, like, when yeah, you watch yeah. Big Trouble in Little, Little China? I think that movie eases you into that world enough where you are able to just let yourself go, and you're like, okay, yeah. this is what it is, and I can just go with it, you know? Yeah. I feel like this movie, at the beginning, was... It wasn't gonna. It wasn't telling you how weird it was gonna be. It was just a little bit of like quirks, where but it wasn't enough of like okay, this is a completely different world. You know, right, it's, right, it's right. just like it could still be like, like the world that we are living in right now. It wasn't like building its own kind of creative world like how Big Trouble does. Yeah, and I couldn't find my. I couldn't just give over myself to the movie. Yeah, no. I mean, it, like it just. It lived in the normal everyday world, just yeah. But it was a little quirky. Yeah, it was. It was stuff that like stuff that they were doing in the beginning was like stuff that you could just like imagine yourself doing like in your head, you know, like stuff that you would say to yourself. Unlike Bill, Big Trouble, where it's just like over the top action, like, yeah. and you know, just like, and then it slowly just descends into this like magical world, you know. Yeah. This was just kind of like oh, these like little small quirky things, and then in the third act, it's like. Oh, guess what? The, all this fucked up horse shit is going on, you right. know? It's just like, what? Like, it took too hard of a left turn. And, oh, it was so hard. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, like, one thing Big Trouble does really well is when you return for uh, repeat view, the jokes are funnier. 
Oh yeah, and, like you're in on the jokes now. That's the thing. Right, right, right. And uh, I don't think there's anything in this that would be nothing about a second watch of this would be any yeah. better. I think I I remember just thinking to myself when I I think like halfway through the third act of the movie I was just like all right I'm probably never gonna watch this movie again. Yeah. To be honest with you, I was just like it's it's not something that. It was never, like, it, it, like throughout the movie, I was just like, this isn't kind of, like, my thing, you know? It's just, like, yeah. it's not, like, really the movie that I'm really all that into. I don't yeah. really, really like quirky movies all that much, unless it's, like, Wes Anderson or, like, a Big Trouble in Little China kind of movie. Yeah, I, I like quirky movies, but I like they're They're best when they let the whole movie be taken over by the quirk. Yeah. And, and this, like... It was just very much not. This was like a tug and pull. It was just like a little bit here, and then yeah. like we pulled it away. You know, yeah. it wasn't like. Yeah. He he never got really comfortable in, in it. You know. Right. Yeah. Nah, I um, thought the acting was really good though. I thought yeah. like I liked all the actors in it. Like um, definitely. Lakeith and like is amazing. And yeah. I, I love him in Atlanta. He he plays such a weird character in Atlanta and in this. Yeah. And um. The girl I thought was really good too. I'd never seen her before. She's from Westworld. She is. Yeah, she, she plays she? Charlotte Hale. Oh shit! Yeah. No way. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't recognize her. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, I really love her because I love her in Westworld too. I loved her in this. Yeah. I loved like the, her different earrings that she would have too. Yeah, like, that, that was, was that, that was a pretty really funny cool. thing. Um, uh, Stephen Young. Although I think the earrings they like made such a point of the earrings being important mm -hmm. that when she would have new earrings on i would not pay attention to anything that was going on i was on. trying I to read try to read her yeah earrings. exactly because they were like they weren't like in focus so yeah. I, I i found myself doing the same yeah. thing i was trying to read her earrings what instead of paying attention to yeah. what was going on in the scene yeah so it I wasn't that's distracting a, yeah. um steven young is great i love him uh very underrated actor it's great on the walking dead and in uh, Joe Lynch's Mayhem. Um, shout out to Joe Lynch. He's filming a movie right now on Netflix. Um, Army Hammer, like I said, I love Army Hammer. A lot of people hate Ar Army Hammer. I think he's awesome. Yeah, I do too. But like when Call Me By Your Name was out, and like when he was getting a lot of buzz, people were like, Oh, like white privileged army hammer bullshit. What? And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like he's just like he's just an actor. Like why do you gotta give shit? to him, you know? Yeah. I think he's... I haven't seen Call Me By Your Name, but I think he's great. Call Me By Your Name was... At a point, I thought it was my favorite film of 2017. Yeah. It's, my favorite film of 2017 was Lost City of Z for the longest time. And that was the only film that I was just like, whoa, this is this is challenging Lost City of Z for me. Yeah. And I... I man, it's still like a close second to it. I still love Lost City of Z a lot. Um, I think it would still be my number one, but Call Me By Your Name is a very, like, close second there for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, uh... I love, no, yeah, I love Army Hammer. I think he's great. Yeah. Um, the, the, the guy that was always really excited about sales, he was really funny. Yeah, he, I'd never seen him before either. Yeah. I didn't even no, notice his tattoos until they did a close-up yeah. on him in, like, the, after, like, they were all, like, high-fiving and shit. I was right. just like, oh, shit, he's got, like... A tattoo on his forehead yeah. and like and then like on his neck and shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't notice that when they first introduced his character. Yeah. Um, I thought the the woman I, 
Um, okay, here's another thing. Okay, yeah, with the woman, with the uh, other, like, manager yeah, representative girl. girl. So they, like, make a point when Cassius first gets promoted. They make a point to where they show her interacting with him after he's gotten promoted, and she's very flirtatious with him. Yeah. And you think that something's going to happen between them. Like, she's going to try and hook up with him, yeah. basically, because she's, like, flirting, like, obnoxiously with him in the elevator scene. But then that's it. That's literally the last time you see her character, right. and nothing right, happens right. from it. Which thinks like, which makes me think that, is there a deleted scene with her? Like, huh. is there, was there a storyline yeah. that was going to go with that, you know? Because, I mean, they make such a point of it yeah. that it's, like, distracting, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then it literally goes nowhere. Like that's it. Your character is never seen again. Yeah, I think there was there is definitely some character building with it that like helps us understand the transformation that Cassius is going through. But I don't think it needed to be portrayed by her. It could have been just a character, it, or it could just been in the elevator scene because, like, right. or the el- the vo- the elevator voice, you know, because I remember how it says like you're important now and just right. like. And, like, he says, like, you have a big dick. Or, like, no, it was, like, I hope you didn't jerk off today yeah. because you're going to need all of that. Like, you could have just used that and yeah, that would have yeah. been enough. You didn't have to have her just being, like, obnoxiously flirtatious with right. her. I don't know. I thought the... Oh, excuse me. Excused. I thought the uh, line, though, when she says her name, or tells her name, about Jerry or whatever, I thought that was really funny when Cassius's cousin's, like, Looks like debauchery. Oh, yeah, debauchery. Yeah. Nope, got it. (laughs) I thought that That was was a good, yeah, that was a good joke. Um, But, yeah, I would say, I would say see the movie because, like, it's very, it's very odd and it's interesting and it's great that a movie like that could get made and actually put into, like, a lot of theaters, basically. Like, that's cool. Like, go see the movie. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Other weird shit could get made if this movie makes a lot of money. Right, and, and like, just because we weren't too fond of it doesn't mean that you wouldn't be, like... Yeah, exactly. It, it, it was a good film. It, it had some shortcomings, but, like, all said and yeah. done, it was, like, well shot, well acted, well directed, and, mm-hmm. like, like, just a, a solidly put-together movie. I just, there were some shortcomings that we it weren't was a just, fan of. Yeah, it was just, like, yeah, there was just... I don't think everything came together in the film to, like, make me feel like, oh, this is worthy of a repeat viewing, or this would be, like, in my top ten movies of the year. I don't think it right. it doesn't earn that. But um, I, I commend it for being what it is and not really giving a shit yeah. what people think, because it's, it's, it's not your standard movie, definitely. Um, and, like, it does have a lot to say about our current culture. Oh, definitely. Um, like, it, I think that's my biggest takeaway from it is just that it'll leave me thinking about my life and my my choices uh, in the coming days, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. We currently have on the TV Witness, a 1986 film, I believe, directed by Peter Weir, starring Harrison Ford. Wow, that's and a fake beard. Yeah, that is, that is a fake beard, alright. But I love this movie, I'm just going to take a second just to tell you all about my love for Peter Weir's Witness, because I am from, well, I grew up in Lancaster, basically, for the majority of my life, and this film was one of the first films to be filmed in Lancaster, probably the the most prominent film to be filmed in Lancaster, I would say, and um, 
Peter Weir does such a great job at showing you uh, a world that most people will never understand. And I think he, what drew him to this script was the feeling of being an outsider because he is originally from Australia and this is like his first major like Hollywood movie and I think he very much connected with that feeling of being an outsider and connected with the story of these, uh, of the Amish. And, uh, and especially, and then it's also, it's a story of how the Amish feel outsiders to the normal world, as you could say. But then it also shows us, because Harrison Ford uh, comes into the Amish community and he becomes the outsider. And because, and he's a cop from Philadelphia. And he, sh and he has a hard time kind of uh, adjusting to this world. And it's just, it's a beautiful story. And I think it's, it, it could, this movie could, in the hands of a lesser filmmaker, could be very cliched, very just like a run-of-the-mill action movie, but you gave it to this like Australian poet who just turns it into something that's so beautiful, and I just love this movie so much, from the cinematography to the acting to the... It's, it's such a beautiful movie. Go watch Witness. It's on demand on Xfinity if you have it. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor. Hashtag sponsor is Xfinity. I'm getting you money. Witness. Alright. I think we uh, said all we had to say. Yeah. On that. It's a pretty short episode this week. Um, 25 minutes. Yeah, wasn't our last one like two hours long? Last one was like an hour-ish long, okay. yeah. Because we didn't really talk about the movie. No, we didn't. <laughs> we talked about just random shit. Yep. Which is great. How was your week going so far? Um, or your, well, actually, your week is ending. So, like, how was yeah. your week? Uh, it was a great week. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it was probably, it was one of my favorite weeks at work. Um, That's dope. Yeah, I mean, there was a week at work where we went to San Francisco and just, like, Yeah, you can't, can't, can't top that one. Right. It's going to be hard to top that one, but this one was based in Pittsburgh, and it's as, it's the best week I've had in what Pittsburgh. What did you do? Uh, we shot a commercial for Gim Pickleball. Pickleball, if you didn't know, is... I know what pick. I didn't know what pickleball was until right? Wednesday. It's a very fun sport. It's really fun. Uh, My ass was really sore. Yeah. So. I'm like, Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Not from pickleball. No. Just, yeah, good. No. <laughs> um, no, but my ass was really sore, like, after playing pickleball. Really? Yeah. Like, I tore, like, some muscles in my ass huh. playing. Not the only thing you broke. hey -o. Kyle uh, thought it would be really smart to put his GoPro on the pickleball paddle, <laughs> and it blew off after the first attempt, and luckily it flew right into the uh, the net, so nothing broke. And then he, he said, okay, I'll put it back on and, and try again. I tempted fate. Yeah, and again. then he hit the ball even harder, and it literally, mm -hmm. like, launched into the air, and I tried to catch it. I mean, I didn't try to catch you it. You didn't try. I tried, I tried to lessen the blow. <laughs> I tried to, like, hit it with my body, and then so that it wouldn't... It, I didn't think it was shattered. I was just like, whatever, it's a GoPro. Oh, it's indestructible. I mean, it hit, like, the lens went smack dab into the concrete. I know. And yeah, so... Yeah, I fucked up on yeah, that one. Yeah. But luckily, it's just a protective lens. That yeah, you have, and not the, luckily. Not the actual lens. I'll just... 
Yeah, I, th- I think they're like forty bucks on Amazon. So I'm just I mean, like, you don't even need it. Yeah, tech. I mean, you technically don't need it. Just there to protect the lens. Yeah. You know. So I mean, it did its job. Right. It protected the lens. But, but um, yeah, yeah, pickleball is so much fun, and uh, I'm just really stoked on this this commercial we did. We shot for four evenings. So like, it's a lighting, lot of pickleball. Yeah, it was a lot of pickleball, and the lighting was great. And, just the shoot, everything that I shot turned out exactly how I wanted it to, and, and nice. the edit is going to be sweet. Are you editing so, it or something? Yeah, I'm editing it. Nice, nice. So, I, and, and that's like the perfect storm for me is like when I can shoot to my own edit, Yeah. then the, it's like seamless of how it all comes together. Yeah, because you already got it in your mind. Right. You and the, how it's all going to stitch together, right. basically. And I think there are a lot of things that like, traditional editor might look at a little bit of camera shake and be like oh that's no good and I'm like no I shook that camera exactly how I meant to and once you put it in this edit this way it's gonna look awesome nice so yeah I'm super stoked on that um and it was just fun I mean at the shoots I was basically just with a couple different camera setups running around Mm -hmm. people playing pickleball and just so like I was physically exerting myself which uh, brings me a lot of joy and and shooting and, and just like actually shooting good stuff and like being confident in it and, and yeah so yeah you're, good stuff. you're very creatively fulfilled yeah nice yeah that's awesome creatively and physically nice like, the shoots were not very long but definitely exerted myself a lot and end of the day I was like alright I can just go to sleep just gonna pass out now yeah Yeah, that's always great after the daily you gotta get the daily yeah there's always that just that guilt of the daily man well and it sucks because you're like you like forget about it oh yeah until 10 o'clock at night and you're like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah man were you on another shoot the other day yeah yesterday um yeah some friends of mine um they, I have a couple friends that are actors. They um, actor writers. They wrote like a short web series. It's like five or six episodes, I think. Nice. Um, and they they gave it to they gave the first two episodes, I believe, to one of my friends, one of my really good friends, Nick Hewitt, to direct. Um, so it was a small crew, not much equipment, and they were like. Hey, we need somebody to run sound. Do you know how to run sound? And I was like, mm. <laughs> I'll figure it mm, out. No, but I can do it. You're like, okay, cool. So yeah, I mean, I've I've run sound a couple times, but it's not my specialty at all. So uh, just hold hold the mic, turn the recorder on. Yep, that's 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 the basics yeah. right there. Yeah, make so, sure there's no muffling. I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, I think it sounded pretty good. So You think it did? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the, the big thing is, like, uh, just not being familiar with um, little... What, what's the, the little minute things? details. Right, the minutia yeah. of recording sound. Yeah. Like, I know how something... what Like, what level something should be at when it's all said and done, but, like, is it... Are you? Am I supposed to record it at that level on set or is that something that you adjust in post I'm not super familiar with that so So I just do silent takes man yeah um 
but yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, those guys are really really good guys, talented guys. So nice. It was fun to be on set with them. Nice, nice. That's awesome. But there was one character who was supposed to be. Well, it wasn't really established what he was. Like he 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 just seems you didn't to be assume a little, his gender. Well, no, this is more of a medical <laughs> deformality. It, 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 I mean, did you assume his gender? Well, yes, I know he is a, a he, um, but, like, it, he just, like, it, there were some lines in the script, like, is he deaf, is he blind, is he okay. just stupid, is he, like, actually mentally handicapped? It wasn't really established, but okay. um, the scene that he was in, he was just, uh, he was sitting on property when a delivery was being made to his brother and he's just slurping um, popsicles but he's like eating them like corn on the cob oh. he's like gumming them oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. gumming them and like and it was just disgusting and he would like t- before he, like he was supposed to in the script he would, had been sitting out there for hours just eating popsicles and so to get ready for his, his scenes and his takes he would take the popsicles and just rub them on his face and on his body. <laughs> and it was just oh, so God. disgusting. Fuck, man. He probably was sticky with oh, yeah. so much. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was that disgusting. Sucks. That's dedicated, though, man. Yeah. Good for him. And then when, I, when it was close-ups, he didn't have any lines. He just had slurping noises. Yeah. And it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard. Oh, it's such... Yeah. Oh, God. Gross. Yeah. Ugh. So, but it was, it was very funny. Nice. Um, yeah, the, the the actors are really talented and have really good comedic timing, so uh, it would be really interesting to see the edit come together. Nice, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, show me it when it's done. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. what have you been up to? I, uh, am working, um, so, like, <laughs> I'm a bartender, and, uh, when I, I was closing at work, basically, all week, and, uh, I didn't get out of work until... 4, 3.30 a.m. the other day, I got home at 4 a.m., passed out at 4.30 a.m., and then the next day I went in at 7 o'clock, or that, that day I went in at 5 o'clock, got out at 3 a, 3.30, spent like almost 11 hours at work, and then the next day I went in at 7 o'clock, got out at 4 o'clock, because what? there was, they, they never called, but there was this wedding that occurred and then they all just came into Beerhead because we're, uh, we're open fucking obnoxiously late. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, they all they all just came in and they stayed right until we had to like kick them out yeah. basically and then That's crazy. The best thing, I mean yeah, it, it it's nuts because like it was just me on the floor so I was okay. just I was just do, serving everyone you yeah, know? Yeah. And so it's just like you want this beer? Okay, I'm gonna put in this beer and hopefully you'll get it in yeah. a couple minutes you know it's like but it's like I'm, everyone was cool no one was an asshole or anything so that was nice you know people are pretty chill yeah. when it just comes to beer you know um, unlike food people just get really pissed off about right. food man but when it's beer people don't really give a shit all that much that's the really interesting thing about your job is that there is that you don't serve any food at all yeah and I fucking love it <laughs> yeah. I love it it's I like when you first told it to me I, I was like that's a very out business model but 
then when we went, it was great because we just ordered pizza from the place we wanted to have pizza. Exactly. You can have your beer. favorite food there. Right. And then also great beer. Five billion beers. Exactly. Yeah. You can just try something new every time you go there, basically. Yeah. Which is it was awesome. really, really cool. My, uh, my girlfriend, has, her brother has a brewery, and one of his beers is on tap there. The Noblestein, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool. They make so. good beers, too. I just had their, uh, yeah. their Noblestein Jubilant. Pretty much all their beers are super heavy. Yeah, the jubilant, the jubilant, like really. I wasn't, yeah, uh, suspecting it to fuck me up as much as it did. Oh yeah, I had one, and I was just like, "Whoo, shit, man, feeling that already." Yep. yep. So, (laughs) Noblestein, sponsor us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I drink your beer at work, Um, but yeah, yeah. So basically, I've just been like working a lot uh, at the job, and just that made a lot of money was nice i was not expecting to make as much money as i thought but yeah, um, yeah. so that was that was dope i have uh the next three days off though which i'm really excited about nice but then i i'm basically closing every day starting thursday through sunday yeah. so i'll be as i'll be a fucking zombie again yeah um but also i've been uh, i finished an edit on the uh, short film that we shot nice and uh it just you just need to color correct it dude yeah. <laughs> that's all that needs to happen and it's then, pretty much already colored. Yeah. Just a couple more shots to do. Yeah, basically. So. And uh, then I need to go send it for uh, music. But yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll be the that'll be after we color corrected. Um, but yeah, and then I I just started writing a script too based off. So we 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 like shooting uh, in this schedule that we made basically of like two days out of the week so much that we were kind of, you, you texted me this where you were just like, we should just make a feature and just shoot it like two days out of the week basically, like whenever, yeah. you know? And well, that kind yeah, I really liked it because it's like, that was really easy to mold to my schedule because I, mm-hmm. like, I can't take big periods off of work right now and, yeah. but it's really easy for me to say, okay, I'll, I'll block off Monday and Tuesday and make sure that I don't have anything scheduled for those days. Yeah. I really liked it, too, because it's just, uh, we said before, we kind of just, like, brought our A game every time. Yeah. We we were just in a mindset of, like, not fucking around. Right. And it's just, like, boom, go, you know? Um, But I I was, I was, whenever you sent me that text, I just started, like, percolating ideas that I had, and I was just, like, melding them over and uh, for basing them, basically, and, like, trying to come up with something that was simple enough that we could shoot it uh, the way that we shot the short film. Right. And uh, I came up with an idea that I had uh, out of an experience that I had recently of, like, what if you told, like, a romantic comedy through someone with depression? And I just kind of, like, just kept, like, thinking about that, because, like, no one's ever done that before. Like, what if you told, like, a Richard Curtis-style, like, romance movie, yeah. but your main character suffered from, like, depression or, like, from, like, like fucking panic attacks or some shit like yeah. that, you know? So I just, I kind of, I got that idea in my head and I was just kind of, I was trying to think of like what kind of story you could tell with that. And I, I had it just like marinating in my mind a little bit. And then I came up with like this idea of like telling a romance movie in just little scenes uh, over different like courses of time. So it was like, you would tell like the first date and you could do, like, 10 minutes of, like, the first date or, like, 30 minutes of the first date, whatever. Yeah. And then you jump, like, 
five years or like two years or whatever and then right. it's like just like a normal day for them you know like show like their normal interactions throughout their life after being like two years together mm-hmm. and then jump like a year after that and they're like broken up and show like them trying to like navigate through like different relationships and like tell it through both perspectives of a relationship yeah through like little scenes like because I, I like how I did with the short film of like each scene told a story right and I was like what if you just took that just stretch those scenes out just like into like 10 minute sequences or 30 minute sequences yeah and just told a separate story each like 30 or 10 10 or 30 minutes but then it just fit into this larger narrative story so that's how I that's what I've been writing uh, for the past like couple days now okay that's interesting yeah I'm excited to see what you come up with yeah it's uh it's interesting I like it because I don't think anyone's ever done that before. So fuck you if you steal it. <laughs> Listener. But yeah, um, that's that's basically what I've been doing uh, this past week. I also got on uh, a couple dates. Nice. Yeah. And uh, it's been... It's been interesting. I don't know. I just... Uh, my, my I haven't had the uh, best of luck with women recently. I kind of... Uh, Uh, I don't know if I want to go into this, but, uh... You can say as much or as little yeah. as you want. Oh, okay. So, like, okay, fuck it. Fuck this. I'm gonna, I'm, fuck it. Fuck it. So, <laughs> fuck it. So, uh, I, I was talking to someone for, like, uh, a couple, a couple months there, like, four yeah. months, basically. Right. And... It, it was it was interesting because I had never uh, had so much in common with with a person of the opposite sex so much where it was it was easy to have a conversation with them yeah. so effortlessly you know and then when you meet that when when you are texting that person it's like one thing and you're reading into these messages and you're getting a vibe off of someone of like they like me you know right, this right. person's into me you and then met this person yet. i hadn't met this person in in the real life i well, and um because i was living in a different state at the time and then i moved to pittsburgh and then this person also lived in pittsburgh and then we met up and i thought <laughs> in from my perceived perspective of it i thought the first date went really well you know, I had never uh, felt that connection with someone as strongly as I thought that I did yeah. with this person. And then um, after the first date, uh, they immediately just uh, started to distance themselves more and more and more. Just very rapidly. Like, it was just so, it was so noticeable, you know? It was just yeah. like, oh, you go from talking to someone every day to just not talking to that person at all. And right. then just make up excuses, and it's just, and then it basically it it ended terribly. Like it just it became a thing where it was just like this person just, I, from their actions just made me hate them basically. You know, yeah. and it was just like it 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 um, I didn't know that someone that I thought that I cared about so much could treat me that way. You know. Yeah. And so basically, it, it just it ended really badly with uh, 
just ended really badly. Yeah. And um, I uh, and look, I'm I, I'm not. I th- I think after having some time to think about it, I think you know it wasn't just that person; it was also me too. You know, I sure. I, I I fucked up. You know, I I I put expectations on to that person that I don't think were um, justifiable um, because uh, I when when someone gives me attention and talks to me in like a flirtatious manner or you know I, I think that we are getting close I tend to put these expectations on a person of you know like oh we're gonna date or like you know like yeah. I start to plan it out more and it, it and I I tend to uh, uh, not become attached but it's like you, you, but you do become attached to that person yeah. you know because they, they end up becoming like a significant part of their, your, your life you know when, yeah. you, when you're talking all the time and when you're having these deep conversations you know and then So yeah, did did I did I probably put too much into this person? Yes, in the three months that we have been talking, yeah, I I, I shouldn't have done that, you know. But this person also shouldn't have uh, treated me the way that she did at the end, you know. Right. I think I think if you're not into it, if you're not feeling someone, you're not feeling the connection. You can just, I think it's fair game to be like, look. I don't have these feelings for you. Yeah. I'm a, it's unfortunate. I didn't mean to harm you, but, you know, it, we, it just needs to be said. You don't drag it on. You don't make right. up excuses of why you're not talking to someone. You know, you, you just, you, it, it's unfortunate, and no one wants to be the bad guy, but I think, it, I, I would, I appreciate it more when someone is just honest with me. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. like, that's all I ask for, you know, right. and then instead of just, Instead of just, like, dragging it on and just having it deteriorate in just such a horrible manner that, yeah. that it did, you know? Um, but, yeah. And that, that ended terribly, and then I, I kind of just... I didn't really want to talk to anyone, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard to get over that. Yeah, and it's... I mean, this we were I was never in a relationship with this person, yeah. but I had formed an attachment to them. You know, and, right. and that was hard to just like break off. You know, um, and then I I got back into like the Tinder and Bumble scene. You know, just as a distraction, really. Yeah, that's really what those apps are there for. It's just to get your mind off of the person that you're trying to forget, basically. You know, um, I met someone on there, and um, I went on. I've gone on four dates now with them I call them dates but it's like I call them dates yeah they're dates um it's I was just thinking about this today when it's just like I when when I connected so much with the first person yeah on so much stuff and now with this person we we have a connection but we don't have um, I would say a lot of common interests, okay. you know, we, we like traveling and like backpacking stuff. And we talk about that a lot. She's really into, um, literature as well. And 
and writing as well, so we talk about that. Um, okay. She's never seen a Star Wars movie, though. Oof. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. She told me that. I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but that's cool, you know? That's, that's, it's, it's almost a deal breaker, but, you know, <laughs> I can, for, I can forgive it, you know? She's right. open to seeing them. She just has never yeah. seen them, which I find just so bizarre, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, it is weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I like this person, I like talking to this person, I like spending time with this person, um, it's just weird, it's just weird because I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm over that first person to an extent, yeah, um, and it's nice to have someone who actually likes talking to me and is, is genuine with me. Right. Which is nice. Um, I think I have made a conscious decision to limit myself, though, from of how much I give over to. Yeah. It's very much a... Uh, there's a line that I'm, right. I have where that I'm not willing to cross. So it's like I, I, I expose... A little bit of myself, but I don't. I don't go full tilt boogie, you know. Yeah. It's it because of how much I did with this first person, and how much I got hurt, and so now it's, I do have I, I have a wall up basically. Yeah. And um. I mean, I think it's important to, uh, you know, do that at first. You can't you can't put it all out there right to begin. Yeah. With. No, definitely. Got to leave some uh, some surprises to unveil. Definitely, I think I I I mean it's still like I don't know, and I don't know. This person's really cool, and she and she's very much like um, no expectations either, you know. And, yeah. and so that's I, that's what I like about it. It's just like we're just there just to hang out and have a good time and. It's not like we have to, you know, like, jump into anything at all. So right. it, it's not something that I've done before, but uh, I'm liking it so far. Um, Good. And there's not, like... And what's interesting, too, is just, like, um, what I comment in the short film and what I've experienced in all my relationships and every person that I've dated is, like, this constant... Uh, need to be in communication with someone, you know, of, like, texting from morning until night, you know, and yeah. this girl doesn't do that. She has told me that she hates talking, uh, through like texting and on the phone and stuff. And she won't, she just doesn't do it, you know? Yeah. And which has been a new experience for me. And it's been weird because I'm like, I'll find myself being like, she's not texting me. So like, is she not into me? Like, yeah. you know, so it's like, it's the, that little head or that, that little voice in, in my head right. is still saying all these all this shit you know so it's like but it's like she's into me you know I know she's right, into me right, right. and but it's weird you know it's weird like it's like a drug basically you know it's like withdrawing from a drug you yeah. know it's just like you think that that's what you think that that's what when someone likes you that's what they do they right. want to text you and they want to talk to you like all the time but that's yeah. not that's not what that means that's just yeah. means dependency you right. know and I like that this girl is very independent 
and yeah. she makes that known, and she has a career, and she's just like, I like doing my own thing, and but I do like hanging out with you, and I like talking to you. Right, yeah, I mean, as, yeah, as long as you determine what the precedent is, yeah, then, then you should be fine. It's like, it, it's the difference would be like, if you were talking, if you were talking all the time, and then you're saying like, you know what, I think I'm good, just not, you don't need to talk all, all the time. Like if you, if you had been talking yeah. 24 seven and then yeah. I don't know where she was like, nah, let's not do this anymore. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be pretty weird. Yeah, that would be alarming. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's nice. I think, it, I think this is something that, um, is the most ideal thing after having gone through all that shit right. with that first person. So it this is like a nice, this is the most ideal transition. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, does it, uh, will I eventually date this person? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that'll, it'll ever get to that point or not. Um, but like, I, I am, I am knowingly not putting in any expectations into it. I'm yeah. And that's probably, blocking myself probably for the best. Off. Yeah, I did. I definitely think so because I mean, as I said before on this podcast, I, I I believe that I had a very unhealthy expectation on love yeah. and on women. Yeah. And um, and I think having gone through this shit with this first girl has just kind of proven that to me. Yeah. Which is something that I think I needed to work on. And that's what I'm doing right now. And that's, I'm not putting in all these expectations on women now it's just you just gotta let them be them and you right. have to be you and yeah. we're all human and we're all complicated you know and yep. you just gotta let it ride and deal with it yeah no I think uh, I think you're doing doing well this time around yeah I think yeah it's all good so far yeah but uh, yeah well We'll see where it goes. I'll keep you all updated on it because you're also fascinated with my yes. love life. Yeah, I'm sure. All of our listeners are just very intrigued about it. Some people like that shit, man. I would listen no, to a no, podcast about it. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not trying to diss you. <laughs> I'm just, it's it's funny. We're like, yeah, everybody listening, yeah, we haven't put an we episode put out. So, so, like, we don't yeah, actually yeah. have listeners yet. I mean, hopefully by the time this episode goes out, we will have... Definitely. This is, like, what, the fifth episode or something? Something like what, that. Something like that. But it's funny because we haven't actually put out an episode yet, so we're we're just talking into the void right now. The void, the event. I'm talking into the future. Yeah, but if you uh, have money and you want to sponsor uh, a podcast, no, nope, fine. We certainly have <laughs> thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of listeners. Exactly, exactly. Don't tell them that we have yeah, no one. Guys, Say that we have on. hundred thousand followers. Just, we are the hottest podcast in the world right now. So. Duh. So. Noble sign. Sponsor, send us beer. Prime sponsorship spot. So, alas. Uh, All right, I think we we stretched that twenty five minute podcast into yeah. an hour again. Yeah, there we go. Talking about my love life. Hey, hey man, it works. All right. Speaking uh, of work, I gotta be up pretty early, so. Yeah, I'm really fucking tired too. Oof. Yeah, me too. All right, so that has been episode something or other. Of the still yet untitled podcast from Kyle and Alden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So keep up with us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and other places. Facebook. You can find YouTube. me at Alden Roth Two. That is A L D E N R O T H Two, like the number two, not.
not spelled that. Not T Y or T Y. Not T Y O. Definitely not T Y O. Not T W O. Not T O. Not T O O. The number two. And you can find me at supertramp underscore Kyle on Instagram. That's hey. probably the best place to talk to me at because fuck Facebook. Yeah. Nah, not about Facebook. Alright, so we're going to get out of here. I'm going to watch the rest of Witness and pass out. Alden's going to go pass out. Yep. Alright. See you next time on the podcast. Thanks for listening. Later. Alright, and thank you for listening to the latest episode of Late Night Like and Throb Nightmare. We are tuning in here for a little outro because uh, the first few episodes, you know, we didn't really have a name for this podcast. So we're just coming in and saying thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen. Uh, wherever you found this, it's available on all podcasting platforms, so please subscribe so that you can get this in your feed every week. Uh, we're really excited to bring you, hopefully, quality content that you can enjoy on a consistent basis. And also, we, we host this podcast through Anchor FM. It's an app that makes podcasting very uh, accessible to everybody, and you can like call in on Anchor and leave a message for us. Yeah, so call in, leave a message. You can uh, suggest a movie that you want reviewed. Uh, you can leave uh, your comments on the movie that we had reviewed previously. We'll tap, we'll put those in like the uh, the pot, the episode that's like going to come out afterwards. We'll put those in like the intro. Um, but yeah, leave like leave any message that you want, and uh, just leave a like, leave a review. Um, yeah. Dude is what that you do. I really right. appreciate it. If we missed something that you thought was noteworthy about a movie, let us know and we'll definitely like discuss it in oh, the next yeah. episode. Oh, definitely. Yeah. If there's something that you guys that you wanted us to talk about that we didn't, just message it like message it to us or leave a leave a voicemail of it and then we'll talk about it before we review our, our next movie, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for tuning in and uh yeah, we already said all the where you can find us stuff, so yeah, thanks for listening. Peace out, y'all. Mm-hmm.